This podcast is brought to you by Sage Hill, a social impact organization. Our mission is to help people be who they're made to be so that they can do what they're made to do. Find more resources to live fully, love deeply, and lead well at sagehillresources.com. Hi, this is Stephen James. Thank you for listening to the Live Fully podcast brought to you by Sage Hill Counseling and ChipDodd.com. We're so glad you can be with us today as Chip and I continue our conversation about how to respond with an open heart and a loving posture in the world today under so much stress and so much uncertainty amidst the coronavirus and COVID-19 pandemic that we're all living through together. If we can be of help to you in this time, please reach out to us at sagehill.co or chipdod.com, and we are glad to engage you in a way that could help you, your organization, uh, your family live fully, love deeply, and lead well in such trying times. Hey, Chip. Hey, Stephen. How you doing? Man, I've had better days. You, this, well, uh, so, so how, how are you feeling since you've been sick? I'm feeling feeling much better physically, emotionally. Being, you know, I was in quarantine for my family down in the basement, and they were upstairs, and uh, it. I was so lonely and so scared. I was just down here by myself all the time, especially yeah. from di- dinner on. Um, I was like lonely, and I could hear them having fun and playing, and. Uh, like enjoying each other and they were scared of me. And so that, that was weird and hard for them. And for being a ghost. It it was very, very lonely. And the minute I got the negative COVID test result, I ran upstairs holding my phone out, like, look, 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 so excited. And Elijah ran up and mocked, hugged me. like gave me a mock hug. And I held on for dear life. Like, no, I want a real hug. I, I emotionally like bounced back so quickly that I think it gave them whiplash and then physically I followed almost just as quickly it was astounding to me how hungry I was for relationship and you're telling me that you literally started feeling physically feeling better directly related to one diagnosis a a negative diagnosis and then secondly being in touch with your family again yeah I think having I think I would have felt even better if I'd have gotten a a positive diagnosis because it would have removed the uncertainty you know, but it, it, but the negative diagnosis certainly helped, but I think the relationship and the getting to participate, like really brought me back quicker. Um, I said something a minute ago um, that it's like being a ghost. You could hear them upstairs. They, they knew to be afraid of you because if you, they know you're down there making noises, they can't see you. You're invisible. You have the torment of not being able to, be with them or touch them or be seen by them. And it's like, like a ghost. Yep. yep. And I will tell you something that strikes me uh, with something that um, I'm watching uh, and experiencing. Um, and I think potentially a great opportunity we have with uh, this tragedy. And um, what are you uh, seeing, Chip? Well, I tell you what, one, I put out a couple of tweets. I mean, there's definitely, uh, it's time to face that we need to turn, go ahead and face what has been distracting us from how we're made and get back to living how we're made 
and that's God, others, self, self, others, God. Uh, Relationship with ourselves, yeah, others, I mean, God, yeah. I mean, we're made for it. But here's the thing. Even as you talk about your, you know, your separation and your isolation, uh, there's, this, there's this truth that we're made to experience, and it's never going to go away. And I think it's what's going to get us back to a, um, not, a, not, not a normal, but for a, a new normal for many. And I don't mean that life's never going to be the same again. I think we can't help but attempt to make life the same again. Right. But we'll have a new normal. I think that there really may be uh, some real benefit from, um, I'm going to use a word that uh, doesn't go over well a lot of times, but I think there's going to be a lot of benefit from our isolation, a lot of benefit from uh, our, uh, that repentance. Mm-hmm. And I, I know it's a strange word, but... Um, well, that's a great word because it means yeah. to turn back towards something, to return again to how we're made and who we're made for. Well, and what I love about that, therefore, it means to come home. And it means yeah. to come to how we're made, to who we're made to be, whose we're made to be, as in with, and then what we're made to do as, this, as the fourth movement. You know, and so, uh, and so when I mean by repentance, which is revival, I mean, repentance leads to revival. And, and so the new normal, it can really be what I'm about to say, that, that this, this repentance and revival uh, leads us to uh, living, for those people who step into this, living a truth. What we've been talking about for years and years and years you know, you, you, you have to be seen from the inside out to be, to be known, right? To really be known. Right. We know that neuroscientifically now, too. It's not just biblical. It's right. societal, relational. It's neuroscientific. We, yeah. we have to be seen from the inside out to be known. We have to be vulnerable to be t- touched. And then we have to be exposed to be changed. And I'm seeing a lot of people during this time on to and reaching out towards things that historically would have been considered, uh, I'm not going there, it's too vulnerable, or I don't want people to know this because they, they can mock me. I think we're getting a, a kind of a neat reduction in the, um, um, let's say, a humbling of the rich young ruler in some ways. And I don't mean that on religious terms, but I'm saying, well, yeah, I kind of do too. The, the, comfort, the comfortable and the powerful. Yeah, you think about that. Rich means insulated. <clears throat> Young means grandiose or invincible. And ruler means power. And so yeah. rich, young ruler, I mean, anyone who's sane right now in our society who on some level sees themselves as truly insulated from what's happening uh, really is d- d- delusional. Delusional, out of touch in denial. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it doesn't mean we're not going to be okay, but it's like, this is a real wake up call to having to face what it's like being human. And if I may add very quickly, we're tragically and as a whole population uh, living what, what is actually part of how life is constructed is that we're powerless over uh, life's conditions, but we're not helpless. Right. And we, we're having a real good dose of, of 
facing that we are truly powerless over life's condition. And all of us as a group can admit that powerlessness and which renders us vulnerable. Yeah, we, we hate our, our former lives, like our pre-COVID lives. And we're all mostly about rhythms and structures that kept us from feeling vulnerable. It kept yeah. us feeling powerful and secure and confident. And, and right yeah. now we're so disoriented uh, yeah. that we're left a lot of times with just ourselves. You know, two, I've got two thoughts. One is you've always been ahead of the curve, right? You were talking about feelings before feelings were cool. And then you were talking about neediness <laughs> and vulnerability before that was cool. Like almost so far ahead of the curve. That, like, By the way, I've talked about Answer to the Invisible audiobook before, <laughs> too. Time, I want to get that in. <laughs> right, which, which, right, which so actually would be a great listen right now. The, uh, so one, you're ahead of the curve, and I keep thinking, you've been talking about pace for the last year, and the world has come to a halt. Right? So, that? right? so that's one. And then two is an anecdotal kind of practical thing. Is I was talking to a friend this morning, and they commented on how much they're loving not having all the scheduling crap for their kids. There's no sports. There's no school stuff. There's, it's just, the, just what we need to get by and not the ancillary that we think we need to keep us busy or keep us successful or keep us on the right track. And my friend said, we're, we're not going to do sports again when, when this is over. I said, I was like laughing, right? Because I give them six weeks and all of their kids are going to be back in their sports, doing practices, doing dance, doing all the stuff that they do to stay busy uh, because all that's good stuff. It's all good stuff, right? Um, and I think we're uh, we're finding out the power of the communal right now in our isolation. I love and it. In our family. Yeah, let me say something about that too, because the power of communal, we're finding the benefit of it right now. But you just said what's going to happen. The power of communal is going to return us back to the distractions that take us away from the main attraction. Yeah. I mean, you, you, your, your friend is literally saying, you know what, I've really, the main thing I'm beginning to see is the main thing. You know, some, that's from some movie or something. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, but he, he, he said that, you know what, these distractions have been taking me, me away from the main attraction. And because, you know, tragedy has historically struck in small geographical areas or in individual homes. Slowly in some other place, whether car wreck or yeah. alcoholism. And so therefore it's, it's rarely communal. And this is communal enough that it can actually create a new normal that when we do get back to, let's say where, where, where we can be distracted again, where we can run from our feelings, like as a community, then there can be a group of people that can be forever benefited from this tragedy. Yes. You know, crisis means danger and opportunity. It's a yin-yang. And, yeah. uh, uh, and, and so we can literally start practicing uh, the being seen. We can feed our hearts through relationship by, by, by actually being oddities in some ways. Thanks for listening to the Live Fully podcast with Chip Dodd and Stephen James brought to you by Sage Hill Counseling and chipdodd.com. We're so glad that you could sit in on this conversation with us. Um, as we look to the end of, of what we're all going through, we, I want to invite you, if you're a professional people helper, 
you can join Chip and myself in Nashville this fall uh, to be trained more fully in uh, what it means to love people in a caring, compassionate, and strategic way by um, being a participant in the Sage Hill training. It takes place over three weekends this fall where you and a cohort of other peer learners will be instructed in uh, the spiritual root system and how to use it and be yourself uh, in loving other people to the fullness of who they're made to be. So we look forward to you joining us in that. You can find out more about that at sagehill.co. And if you're not subscribed to the chipdon.com mailing list or the sagehill mailing list, please hop online and do that. We'd be glad to include you in, uh, and not over inundate you with information and offerings that we have going on, but really try to encourage you what it means for you to be your best self in the world and to love others in it. Thank you. And here's the rest of uh, my conversation with Chip. We were, we, we started playing, playing horse as a family at night. Basketball. Ba- yeah. Well, I, some people call it basketball. We call it miss the basket. because collectively we suck like the six of us the six of us can go maybe four or five rounds of shots and no one make a shot yeah (laughs) i mean even not even hit the rim uh well we're probably hitting out of the six of us certainly one or two of us are hitting the rim (laughs) but it's not consistent and then as it gets dark like i'll be really good until it starts getting dark and the floodlights on and then my old man eyes, I can't see. So I start, I go from like, you know, making 10, 12 in a row to not, be, not being able to hit the backboard. Like, because it's so, you know, it, it's, yeah. it, it's, it is so much fun. Like we were having so much fun. We're trash talking. I'm trash talking. Yeah, of course you, know. you are. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're winning. People are having bad, bad moods when they lose. I mean, it's so fun. I love it. Right. And Stephen, um, look at look at the beauty you, you're describing: being seen, being vulnerable, being exposed. Yeah. And 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 you know what? There we talk a lot about how a lot of the you know how do we deal with the kids and you know the the teenagers. And one thing that I've noticed while we're talking, you about said our, like you're like you said like you're 85. How we deal with the kids and the teenagers? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you know, kind of <laughs> the young the young people. You, you young people, all you young people. But, but Stephen, here's the coolest thing. We're talking about, you know, like children's fears and parents' fears. But do you know there are a lot of children that are 100% okay right now with what's going on? Yeah. And do you know how come? Because their parents are at home. And because the, the, the main thing is the main thing. And there's bike riding and y'all shooting horse. I'm telling you, I've known you a long time. And there's no way all six of you ever go out and shoot as a group with, with, with you know, everybody. Yeah. And then roll around the grass or whatever y'all do, unless you hurt no, somebody's feelings. I, I got sensitive skin. I can't roll in the grass. I'll break down. <laughs> <laughs> or did who, okay, who ran inside after you hurt them enough and said, I'm done? Me, me, me. <laughs> I did. We, we played two games last night. I won the first game, so I quit. <laughs> Because I didn't want to lose. So I just sat on the side and cheered people on. Well, you I know, I don't want to lose. So hey, during this time, I guess some of our worst issues come out too, you know. Oh, I won, so I quit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, uh, so, Stephen, like, honestly, some children 
are okay because they have a place to take their fears and people who are listening to them. And they, they're, they're in their, the condition they were born to be in. They're being how they're made, who they're made to be, who's they're made to be with whom. And they're doing what they're made to do called grow up with, the, with, the, with family around. Yeah. Well, speak for a minute a little bit about, because I got a taste of it. So my heart is very empathetic towards the single people, the shut-in people, the isolated people who don't have that family experience right now. Yeah. Uh, divorce, single parent, you know, um, single young professional. I know a lot of young professionals that are breaking all kinds of rules right now because it's just so lonely being, being alone at home. Yeah. And um, what would you say uh, that this rhythm is inviting them to, exposing in them? What are some tools too that they could have to get through? the next few weeks, months. Yeah. You know, there are about, you know, 85 directions we can go. So, right. but, but just so like, 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 uh, so the direction I take here, just know that there's a circle coming back around the other way. I mean, you know, mm. so, but, but this is the, the same thing that's true for the people who like this family I described and the one you described like happy family that's handling crisis. Well, you know, there are also a, a, also a major population that's alone, single, you know, the, uh, thank God there are people who are being merciful about rent right now. And two hundreds of thousands of, of pounds of food are moving all over the country so that people are, are able to find food through giving, caring. You know, I talked to the last time we had a podcast it's time for the, especially believers to take their fruit to market. You know, yeah. like it's time. Yeah, we talked about loving your neighbor and sharing generosity as, mm -hmm. as the, as the standard, not the exception. Yeah. So I think we're talking about, uh, while, while it's a great time that loneliness is our need for connection and relationship, genuine relationship. And so single, uh, not that that's a, a negative being single, no. but, you know, economic, difficulty, shut-ins, being seen to allows us to be touched, being vulnerable allows us to be known, and being exposed allows us to be changed. Make your needs known and also be interested in the needs of others. And that can be done through the same means we're using. Isn't it wonderful how this technology is, is finally in many, many, many ways being used not to hide out, but allowing us to sort of cry out to make that comparison, yeah. you know? And so let your voices be heard using the te te technology that's available. And this is a great opportunity not to run from the main attraction. That, that, that distraction doesn't have to be uh, our, our, our main thing. We can, we can step away, repent, so to speak, step away from distraction into and come home to how we're made. And that means communicating with other people uh, who are in similar situations or reaching out with your needs. Um, Sonia, since last time we talked, I think she's made 280 masks or something. <laughs> wow. And the word spreading that she's getting some up to New York City and also down, you know, next door to the, the kids who whose parents have asked for them. <laughs> it's like, I mean, just get in it. Um, just get in it instead of, instead of, unless you can't get in it and therefore address the needs of the people who can't. 
Mm. Um, and at the same time, Stephen, you know, there are sadly, uh, there, there is a, a great attraction, uh, a tragic attraction to isolation. But I mean, it's like we say, the rich young rulers who's insulated, but actually isolated, or the person who will do anything to avoid anxiety or fear, whether it's the poor house or the rich house. Right. I mean, a person who's invested in isolation, they're not coming out. And hopelessness. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, I don't know how we got off on that. What about just the, the, the whether it's a, a young professional or a single person or a or an older person who is isolated right now and doesn't have ready community and is not. I must think of some older people. It's not safe for them to go out. Like it's actually unsafe. And they were. You know, I saw where they in California. They were telling if you're over sixty not to go to the grocery store. They're interviewing this one guy. He said, "But I've got to eat." You yeah. Know? And it's, it's just so scary and sad. And yeah, um, I mean, that's, that's the, I, I, back to what you were saying at the beginning, you know, moments, these collective moments where humanity is going through a similar struggle that reminds us and, and invites us to remember who we are, how we're made, what we're made for. This is a really, really, really rare thing. I mean, it's a really rare occurrence. Um, and we, 9-11 for sure was something like that. The assassination of Kennedy the, in America, the, the Challenger explosion in America. But I don't know from a global perspective, I've been looking, I can't find something where everybody in, with the consciousness that we have and the collective consciousness, everybody knew we were going through the same thing at the same time. Like it's a really um, like spiritual experience we're having now whether it's person spiritual or not, you know, it's kind yes. of got like that idea has, has been sitting heavy with me in a good way that, that they're, we're going through something together. And I, my hope in that is that we, as a, as a, um, a people, the human race people will come out the other side, more connected and less divided, you know, We'll, we'll, see that more, too. we'll leave the ding there because it made me sound great. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll come out more connected than divided, which is not going to happen. I know. That's my and, hope. And, and, and yet that's a beautiful hope. And it is this, this is crisis, and therefore this is opportunity. It's dangerous and it's opportunity. And that's what, you know, our hope is legitimate. And this is a great opportunity for exactly what you're saying to happen. And that's going to occur through uh, the discipline of admission. Yeah. I mean, as if we take this and let this move us into our lives that we haven't had this before, uh, that we awaken daily, admitting powerlessness over life, and and that we we live that which makes us unified. Mm. Which is all, the human struggle. Yeah. yeah, the human struggle. And, and like I say again, we have to be seen to be touched. We have to be vulnerable to be known. We have to be exposed to change. So, I mean, and that happens through relationship. So this is a great opportunity for us to uh, face that, that we're all, we're, we're truly all in the same boat. Man, Chip, I think that's a great place to stop right there. So I thank you all for joining us. Um, so glad that we could get together and, and, have conversations about what it means to 
to live fully, love deeply, and lead well. Um, Chip, what do you have going on that people need to connect to? And can find, you know, there's always chipdod.com, but are there any other podcasts you're doing or anything else right now? That yeah, yeah, I'm doing uh, 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 Instagram Live with John Reddick tomorrow night and uh, trying it for the second time. I'm doing Facebook Live with Dehati Lewis at uh, 10 o'clock in the mornings, uh, our CST. And then Central uh, Standard Time. That's 11, tomorrow. That's, that's April time, what? Thursday. April 9th, uh, 9th. Something like that. This will probably come out after that, but people can probably yeah. go back and find that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And there'll be, a, yeah, there'll be a link to that at probably your website. And, yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I'll, I'll just I'll just put it on Facebook. Take have people uh, join me on Facebook. Just Facebook me, and also yeah, it does come up on my website. It sure does. Yeah. So Facebook, Chip, Facebook, Facebook, Chip Dodd. Be friends with Chip Dodd on Facebook. Uh, yeah. Instagram too. Chip Dodd too on Instagram. But Steven, I'll tell you what too. I really, I really do want to recommend that people download the audio book Anthem to the Invisible. Now I'm serious. Okay. Yeah. I'm serious you know, now. If you're having trouble sleeping, no. No. <laughs> No, it's, it's good. It's good. And it's got, it's got no, your voice on it. And, well, we've uh, talked about it. It's a great story. And it's a, well, great, it's to, a great story for times like this. Too. Well, see, I'm, I'm being very serious. With it. We've talked about ahead of, ahead of our time, ahead of my time. And this is for such a time as right now. Yep. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's here. It's crazy. Uh, post here even. But um, so either uh, the world's what, what speeding all, up or you're slowing down. What all are you doing? Uh, I have no clue, man. This has thrown my schedule off like crazy. I know that uh, Janae Kennedy is starting some online parenting support groups right now that, yeah. that we're trying to use the Parenting with Heart curriculum to create some online support for parents. Um, that's exciting, right? How, how do we use this technology to yeah. move beyond Nashville and, and Murfreesboro and Brentwood? But Yeah, it's um, wonderful. Oh, yeah. So I think that's that's worth knowing about. Um, but I am actually enjoying not having too much going on right now and trying to embrace that and want to walk today. I took a, I've been enjoying siesta and we'll wrap up after this because no one wants to hear about my nap schedule, but I, <laughs> I've, I've been, I've been enjoying siesta in the afternoons for about 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Yesterday I slipped into that was an hour and a half and I woke up right before a three o'clock call, like right before I had to be on a zoom call. And it was like a miracle that I woke up and was able to get to the call, but apparently I was tired, <laughs> but I got a hammock on the back porch and I'm just, uh, it's, I get myself, I get myself rocking a little bit and I just fall asleep. And, um, so that's been kind of the highlight of my, my, uh, quarantine is finding siesta, um, which I, I think we've, there are other cultures that embrace that really well. Uh, ours isn't one, but I think it's going to be mine. I, I'm telling you, there, there there are some good things we don't have to leave behind from this, mm, well and there's some things that we need to get we need to prayerfully get out of. Like God, please, yeah. and then and then receive the benefits. You know, every time there's something that um, uh, overwhelms us, you know the old the old uh, uh, Old Testament thing that, that what evil intends for evil's sake, God intends for good. And God is still with us like crazy. Uh, the world's a tough place. So we'll sign Thank off. Thank you. Hey, bless Thanks, you, Chip. Man. Thanks, man. Hey, thanks, Stephen. See you later. 
Thanks for listening to the Say Chill Podcast with Stephen James and Chip Dodd. So glad you could be with us today. We hope that our conversation was an encouragement to you. And uh, we'll be praying for you and ask for your prayers for us as we walk in this world together with experience, strength, and hope. This podcast is brought to you by Sage Hill, a social impact organization. Our mission is to help people be who they're made to be so that they can do what they're made to do. Find more resources to live fully, love deeply, and lead well at sagehillresources.com. 